Or, I'm not seeing that from Charlie Hunnam in this movie. I'm not seeing that from Matthew McConaughey. I'm not seeing that from Michelle Dockery. I'm not seeing that from Henry Golding. None of these fools are putting in effort. Welcome to Dustin Checks, man. The only podcast breaking down the 1996-8 film. Dunstan checks in minute by minute and pairing each of those minutes with another feature film. I'm Lord Andrew. And I am Emily Monkeytown. We're going to talk about minute 62 today. The old 62. The old 31 twice. Hmm. The, <laughs> the old 7 till nice. That's true. The old 2 till Nintendo. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> you, you, the pairing was random. That's correct. But it was your random choice. This, what was what is what is minute sixty two paired with? For uh, it's paired with a little film called "The Dead Don't Die." All right, aka and, that movie where Adam Driver says "ghouls" well, in the trailer. We'll get to that. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> uh, so because it is your film pick, you you will decide. And when it's to up to me to connect in. it to the minute and yeah. to decide when we talk about it. Mm-hmm. Yes, correct. So let's just start with. Can I just say something? Yeah, this is a bad fucking minute. This okay. minute stood out to me as especially bad. Okay. This minute made me angry. Okay. <laughs> All right, then. We'll have more. I'll have more to say about that at some point. Okay. <laughs> uh, splits, extra bananas on each. Yeah, so we learned that he, in fact, was not just saying bananas like that. Bananas. Bananas. <laughs> Maybe that's how I'll start saying bananas from now on. Yeah. Uh, and a Caesar salad with extra bananas. Now... That's not how Caesar salads work. Caesar salads don't have bananas in them, typically. Yeah. I would go so far. Listen, bananas, they're my favorite everyday fruit. I wouldn't say favorite fruit overall, but favorite everyday fruit. Well, favorite year-round fruit. Okay. Mangoes are my favorite fruit overall. But you can only get mangoes in the summer, really, if you want them good. Okay. I love bananas. I've been known to enjoy a Caesar salad. Those are two tastes that would not go great together. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I don't understand... If 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 I was working in the kitchen at the Majestic Hotel and I received this order, mm-hmm. Caesar salad with extra bananas, I wonder if I would just put them on the side, yeah, or if I would slice them and put them on top. I would slice them and put them on top because he said a Caesar salad with extra bananas. He, he if he wanted them on the side, he would have said a Caesar salad and a bunch of bananas. Yeah. Um, what I here's I'm gonna here's my first issue that I'm gonna I guess my first issue was the Caesar salad thing. Sure. My second issue is that. Brian and Kyle live at this hotel. Yeah. I think it's fairly safe to say that the entire staff is familiar with them. Yeah. Now, I will grant that maybe they wouldn't recognize his voice over the phone. Yeah. But he's making, like, a huge stink to the point, and he's ordering something fucking weird. Yeah. To the point where whoever's working in the kitchen, or, you know, whoever takes the call. I don't know if someone working in the kitchen necessarily takes the call for room service. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um... They're going to remember that. And then the person who delivers the food to the room is going to be like, hey, you're fucking Kyle. <laughs> or sorry, you're Brian. Hey, uh, you're Mr. Grant's kid. Huh. I'm going to fucking snitch you out to the person in the kitchen. Hey, remember that fucking weird douchebag who ordered Caesar salad with extra bananas and then yelled at you when you questioned it? Yeah, that was Brian. That was Brian Grant. You know, I hadn't considered the fact that they had to receive the food delivery <laughs> now even if he like makes a point of going outside to realize it like I'll, i mm. i can accept that the person delivering the food wouldn't necessarily see dunstan mm. but they would see one of the two kids 
Yeah, unless they said just leave it outside and we'll come get it. Yeah, they do the the Home Alone goof. They <laughs> play the VHS tape. Yeah, keep the change, you filthy animal. That Definitely. sort of thing. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, now that really takes the minute down. <laughs> I really hadn't even considered what what was going to what was happening. Who how they were receiving all this food? Yeah, that is troubling. <laughs> they really this was not thought through at all. No. Uh. So then we have Dunstan is bowling. Yeah. But it's Dunstan. But bowling. he's the ball. He's the ball. Yeah. You ever want to be the ball? Yeah, that's what you're supposed to do in baseball. Well, I think they say it in a lot of sports. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so uh, uh, Kyle and Brian are chanting roll. Yeah. Uh, which, you know, I, I guess. So Dunstan rolls and knocks over champagne bottles. Needlessly destructive. Well, they don't seem broken. No, but. They got they got ape on them now. Well, now you can't open them for a while because they're going to be too shook up. It's true. And when you do open them, they're going to be flat. I don't know about that one. When you shake up a carbonated thing, after it dissipates, it is flat. That's an undeniable fact. Hmm. Is champagne carbonated? Yes, that's where bubbles come from. Or is it just, you know, it's in there? <laughs> no, that's it's carbonated. I don't think champagne is technically carbonated. Yes, it is. <laughs> I think the bubbles are just in there. No, it's not because if the bubble because it's just wine that is carbonated. It's just white no. wine. Champagne is sparkling wine. Well, champagne is champagne. No, okay. Champagne is sparkling wine that is from the champagne reason, you fucking asshole. <laughs> but it is just sparkling wine. Do you think the ones that we see Dustin run to are made of plastic? Or do you think they just use straight up for the real? film? Yeah, yeah, I think they are. Okay, that's probably safer. Yeah, for throwing a you don't want to ape full of broken it. glass. <laughs> yeah, that really that really brings the set down. Yeah. Uh, then he bowls into something that we're very familiar with: Avion water bottles. <laughs> bottles of Avion. Yeah. If this if this if this had been randomly paired with Super Mario Brothers, that connection would have been easy. Perfect, right there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but and no. I guess the joke here is that they're doing expensive things, so like Evian are fancy bottles. Mm. But unlike the champagne, I will say that Evian is like still probably fine to drink after Dunstan rolls yeah. into Even it. Even though it's got some ape on it. Yeah. All right. Uh, I think I wrote down the word more bananas. Did, did Brian get back on the phone and say more bananas? <laughs> <You> fucking might have. <laughs> I think that's that's all that I I've feel actually. There. I believe he did. I believe there is. It just cuts to a shot of him on the phone being like, "More bananas!" Yeah. <laughs> like he doesn't even order anything. He just says, "More bananas!" You heard me. More bananas. Because we do see the food spread, and yeah, no ma- there it is. Because this is the part where he catches the banana without catches the banana. <laughs> <laughs> I got yellow. bananas on the brain. <laughs> where he catches the frisbee without looking. Yeah. Uh, so we see the food spread, and it's a lot of different foods, but mostly bananas. And we do see a Caesar salad with bananas in it. Yeah. It doesn't. Most of this doesn't look good. No, because of too much banana. There's also two glass bottles of cola. Yes. So I wanted to talk about that because Kyle drinks one. Yes. Uh, like it looks like he downs the whole thing in one gulp. I don't know about that. They don't. They don't stay on the shot long enough for us to see that. <laughs> Nobody That's... really takes a big gulp of that soda. You're so afraid of big gulps. Every time, I, you know me, I'm a fan of big gulps, and every time I do one, it scares you. Well, you're a fan of big gulps, and you're a fan of big gulps. <laughs> yes. Yeah. He takes, I, I, I think there's no evidence to suggest that he downs the whole bottle. I think he was just taking a healthy swig. Well, he's he was very excited to get this glass bottle coke. Well, sure. Listen, glass bottle soda is one of life's greatest joys, it I just, find. It hits different. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, while, while he's doing that in the background, in the foreground, what we're seeing is... Uh, 
Kyle tossing grapes into Dunstan's mouth. Yeah. Now, grapes aren't good for dogs. No. Do you think they're good for apes? I think apes are closer to human and they're good for humans. Okay. I would hope so. Also, we got the grape ape. I don't know how that factors into it, but that's a person. <laughs> that is medically sound. The <laughs> yeah. grape ape. Yeah. <clears throat> what about Magilla Gorilla? How does he fit into this? Uh, well, we'll have to wait till he uh, gets sold because we know he is for sale. He's for sale. Yeah, that's true. Uh, I wrote down Kyle Hat. Do you remember what the hell this is? Yeah, I was pissed off about the hat. Here's another fucking grievance. <laughs> Kyle is wearing like a fancy hat and fancy scarves, like as a goof. Yeah. As he's riding one of the bed sphinx. Yeah. Um, where where did he get that? Is there are there if the hotel is fancy enough? Are there just clothes in the room? Now wasn't this? I if I my memory serves correctly, wasn't this the hat that Dunstan was wearing to disguise himself as they rolled him into the room? Oh, that could you could be right. But you know then. What? That Fair raises enough. the other question. We didn't even ask this when that occurred. They, did they just steal that from their dad? Probably. So Jason Alexander's going to go looking for his hat and not have it? I don't think he wears that hat frequently. This is an on-ball Jason Alexander. He doesn't have call for hats as much as a bald Jason Alexander this does. This is true. This is true. Uh, so then there's a, there's a sequence uh-huh. that I think is the most baffling sequence of this minute. Sure. Dunstan catches a frisbee that is thrown to him, mm-hmm. turns, and throws it out of the open window. I would like to talk about the dead don't die. Okay. <laughs> uh, so much like you began the talk of the minute by saying that this was the most frustrating and bad minute, I would like to say that this is the most frustratingly boring and <laughs> terrible movie that I've seen in my life, perhaps. Let me ask you this. Yeah. Have you seen a Jim Jarmusch movie before? I think so. Well, tell me which one. I, I can't recall. See, I don't think you have. Well, I see. Okay, so the I'll, other. Well, I'll tell you why I don't think you have. Uh huh. It's because they're all like this. Well, okay. So the other day I was trying to describe and to you my... and people who have seen the Dead Don't Die or any Jim Jarmusch movie know what I mean when I say like, like this. The, well, yeah, I was trying to describe before I'd seen the movie before <laughs> like several days ago. Uh huh. I had t- I was trying to describe to my girlfriend what this movie was like. I was like, oh, it's a zombie movie, but it's different. It's like by an indie guy. I was like, they just sit around talking a lot. I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah, that's what it is. And it's yeah. like, but it's for nothing. I just feel like it's the effect of this is nothing. Here we go. Are you ready for? The, are you ready to go on this ride? Yeah, I loved it. It's for nothing. <laughs> and then what is the point of being meta? There's no point to the to the meta discussion that Bill Murray and Adam Driver have. Yeah, that carries on throughout the entire film. Uh, There's th- zero point to that. I don't know that I agree with that. And Tilda Swinton being a fucking alien that makes no. I mean, it makes sense because it's Tilda Swinton. Well, but that, again, that, that feels is, that, meta. that is the connection to to this minute. I feel that I'm that I'm making is because the bad CGI of the frisbee flying out the building uh-huh. uh, looks like a bit like a UFO to me, and we do see a UFO in the film. The dead don't die. Yeah. Um, no, I I liked it a lot. I I think. Uh, you know, I think Jim Jarmusch movies. Uh, I I don't know that he would agree with this, but to me, they're just uh, they're just nice, soothing little mood pieces. Mm-hmm. And I think it is fun and novel to to do that the specific brand of nice, soothing little mood piece times a zombie movie. Yeah. Uh, and I and I think the the meta discussion is sort of uh, lightly fun in mm-hmm. a way that adds to that being a soothing mood piece. Uh, this is honestly like I, I I don't know. I really liked it. I a lot of times when I watch movies, I'm mm-hmm. like. Like, this is so stressful. Can't we just calm down? Yeah. And that's, you know, that's maybe a time when I will turn to Jim Jarmusch. Yeah. I mean, I feel like I couldn't, I couldn't, I can't even agree with you there because there's so much screaming in this movie. Only when Chloe Seven is on screen. What? There's that. And then there's when the diner people are attacked and there's several other scenes where people are just 
screaming. And then there there were um, well, that, you know, that wakes you up a little when, when it gets yeah. too hard. It's you know, it's uh, it's like <laughs> you know what it is. Oh. It's the opposite of edging. <laughs> In terms of excitement, the, the, because then, um, I mean, I, 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 okay. Let me say some things I did like about the movie. Okay, um, I did kind of enjoy that uh, Rosie Perez's character's name was Rosie Juarez. Yeah, that's great. But I feel like that's not a. I need like <laughs> one more dose, you know? Sure. Like the way that I was being microdosed, and yeah. I just I knew I was so close to being the correct amount of dose. Yeah. Well, and, I mean, again, that's that's Jim Jarmusch, baby. And then uh, I did enjoy the kids in the correctional facility. Yeah, they were great. I was so into them. And mm-hmm. they're not only does their story go nowhere, the movie just ends. <laughs> they're yeah. just, we don't even, there's a part where one of them says, oh, I know somewhere safe to go. And yeah. that's the last we see of them. Yeah. Uh, you got to like the way Adam Driver says ghouls. Well, actually, I don't. Ooh. I like the way that Adam Driver says yuck. <laughs> that's also very good that is the one that i think should have been the trailer hit can we at least agree that adam driver shines in this movie yeah also adam driver in a smart car that's fun to see yeah he's so tall well and they use a star wars noise for yeah. the smart car and he and has also, a star wars yeah. thing on his keychain yeah that i like that meta stuff okay okay that, but, I mean, that to me is in a similar line with her character being Posey Juarez. <laughs> yeah, see? <laughs> yeah. You see what I like about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, what was the other thing that I really enjoyed that was related to Adam Driver? Oh, no, this was something I didn't like, and mm-hmm. it's not related to Adam Driver. <laughs> okay. But it is, um, I, I also, I really hate the whole thing of, um, just I feel like it's so such an easy target for movies to just make fun of the nerd. Sure. And just that was, there was like 20 minutes of that in this movie. Oh, making fun of... Uh, the guy who owns the gas station slash comic book shop or whatever. Yeah. People calling him Bilbo, Frodo, the the teens making fun of him. See, the... to me that felt like, uh, just like, again, that just felt like, I don't know, that it just felt like an accurate representation of what someone like that guy's life is probably like. I, I never mm-hmm. saw the movie's point of view as making fun of him, if that makes sense. I, I, I feel like so many characters made fun of him that, that the movie was saying, like, yeah, make fun of this dipshit for I, liking zombie I, movies. I feel like all of, in every one of those instances, though, we were to believe the characters making fun of him were wrong. And 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 then and then we feel sympathy for him when he when he gets got later in the film with well, Danny Glover and the, the hardware only one is, store. I think the WPS driver was not making fun of him. Uh, I think they were actual. Yeah, buds. yeah. I think he was friends with uh, Riza, a lot of a uh, Jim Jarmusch. Uh, That's what I regular seen. coffee and cigarettes. I was about Isn't to that ask. Uh, it is. Yeah, I was about to ask if you liked that. And movie. I did like it. Well, because that movie, I feel like I feel like you know this movie is Jim Jarmusch time zombie movie, yeah. Which I would you kind of understand why it would be not everyone's cup of tea, including you. Mm-hmm. Coffee and cigarettes is Jim Jarmusch times my dinner with Andre. Oh yeah, <laughs> and so it makes sense to me that that you would like that, that one. That one I like, yeah. Um, yeah, this is this. A lot of people in this movie are Jim Jarmusch regulars: Bill Murray, uh, Riza, Steve Buscemi, uh, friggin' uh, what's his name? Hey, I'm a music man, and I'm in movies sometimes. Oh, beard face. Uh, well, that, actually, that's I'm describing two people because it's Iggy Pop, Iggy Pop, and, and it's uh, what's his? I, why can't I remember his name? Nick Dean. Nope. 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 Harry. <laughs> nope. Charles. Nope. Chuck. Tom. I think. Tom Waits. Yes. There we go. <laughs> um, 
Uh, Adam Driver becoming a Jim Jarmusch regular, of course, because he was in Patterson, which was a Jim Jarmusch film. I wanted to see that. I wanted I to see that, too. that. No? I didn't. I thought you saw it. I wanted to see it, but I never got around to it. Uh... But yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, the other thing that I Should thought- we describe like what we mean when we say what this movie is like to people who haven't seen it? I guess. So this is just it's a zombie movie that is just extremely extremely low key. We you don't see a zombie for the first 30 minutes. I mean, that's true of a lot of zombie movies though. Well, uh, you come come and go give or take, you know? <laughs> you I, know, in I Star think- Wars we don't get to Mos Eisley until 45 minutes in. I don't mind that because you're in space. You see space. You're not. You're in Tatooine. <laughs> you see you space, space a little quick. I guess. The thing is, I think a, a lot of zombie movies, depending on what genre they're trying to fall in, comedy mm-hmm. or horror or whatever, mm-hmm. uh, in a, a horror film staple is that you get a kill in the first five minutes. Sure. And so zombie would be part of that. This is not interested in typical zombie movie, in no. being a typical zombie movie. Well, except in the fact that it just wants to be uh, Dawn of the Dead, but boring. That's what I want. <laughs> it's like Dawn of the Dead with lo-fi, chill, hot beats to study, relax to energy. Yeah. <laughs> I, I also just don't understand the, 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 the point of putting Steve Buscemi in a hat that says Make America White Again. Mm-hmm. That's in the style of the... MAGA hats, yeah. The MAGA hats. I, I feel like... And then not doing more with that. Like, I feel like that, again, was something that was very true to life in that... None of the characters confront him directly, but all of them, if he comes up, hate him behind his back, which I feel like, unfortunately, is how we deal with racists in our real lives a lot of the time. Yeah. Uh, and I, I I don't know. Again, I feel like this movie is just like, this is just like, this is a realistic to the point where movies are never realistic about what people are just are act like in day to day life. Well, with it, with some flourishes. Yeah, the flourishes being that Tilda Swinton. <laughs> well, not just Tilda Swinton, but when zombies do appear, people pretty quickly get on board with like, oh, okay, you got to kill that. I also like that they say kill the head, which is <laughs> that's fun. They say that too many times in like a two minutes. <laughs> no, man. I love it. I, I they could have said it more, and I would have been happy. And I wasn't into like the fake song bit. Oh, I liked the fake song bit. Oh. Sir, the Dead Don't Die by Sergio Simpson. It's a great song. That tired me out. This movie t- both tired me out and infuriated me. <laughs> this movie was just so exactly what I was looking for that, uh, I don't know, I guess, you know, you can't make a movie for Emily without making a movie that's not for other people. This is true. <laughs> yeah, I I really wish I could be on your level, but no. Yeah, this, just, <laughs> this was so... Oh, God. This movie met my expectations in, in the most perfect ways. I loved it. Wow. <laughs> wow this i mean yeah the parts that i liked were so few and far between yeah uh but yeah i'll probably watch another jarmusch though because <laughs> i think the thing is i also i am very picky about zombie movies sure um and while this one didn't go against anything that i would normally be picky about it's certainly the whole tone of it just really killed, It found a way me. to get on your nerves without breaking your rules. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This movie was the equivalent of a little sibling being like, I'm not touching you. I'm not touching you. <laughs> yes, exactly. With your zombie movie rules. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh, um, I would say if I were to recommend one to you mm. as someone who has enjoyed a number of Jim Jarmusch's movies, uh, I would say maybe avoid Broken Flowers because that's one where even I'm like... Okay. This is a little boring. <laughs> uh, Mystery Chain would probably be my recommendation. Okay, I knew there was one train in the title. Yeah, was like, I would I'll, say I'll Mystery train. train. Uh, is there one that has night in the title too? Maybe I, I don't. Yeah. I don't recall off the top of my head. I wouldn't quite say I'm a Jim Jarmusch super fan. I would say I'm a regular fan. Okay. Okay. Well, 
Well, I'll give a mystery train a try. Yeah, give me, take a take a ride on the mystery train. <laughs> isn't all this? Isn't a lot of his stuff in the Criterion? I think so. The Criterion's like him. Also, it's wild to me that this movie came out last year. Why is that wild to you? It feels like it came out five years ago. I disagree. I disagree completely. I really like what in my memory of this movie. I'm like, oh yeah, I missed that like three years ago. Like it's years. Had oh, gone you're by. just saying in your memory of how long ago you remember seeing the trailer. Yeah, I've I thought you. Remember, the... I thought you were saying because of what it's like. No, 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 no. no. I feel like if if we're going based on spe- specifically what it's like, I feel like this movie came out in 2022. <laughs> Yeah, okay, yeah. Yeah, I'll give you that one. Yeah. Yeah. But no, I I honestly felt like, oh, I missed that trailer a couple of years ago. Like yeah, the no, it was tra- last I missed year. seeing it. I don't even know how to Yeah, I don't even know how to reckon that. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry you had such a bad time with this movie. I I, I enjoyed it quite a bit. Well, this is a classic one thumb up situation <laughs> yeah. from uh, from uh, Schmemily and Lindy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> Schmemily and Lindy at the movies. Yeah. <laughs> or at the Majestic. Sure. Let's get back in. Uh, but it's not Are a movie done? theater in this movie. It's a movie theater in other movies. The Majestic. Oh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> Jim Carrey's there. Yeah. All <laughs> right. Well, let's get back to the minute. Uh, Frisbee, go out. Now, yeah. Emily, have you thrown a Frisbee in your life? Yes. Now, what is your experience with throwing Frisbees? Well, okay, I think what you're getting at here... Well, first of all, the Frisbee looks like shit once it's outside the door. Well, yeah, it's like a cartoon Frisbee. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. What you're, I think, referring to is that the Frisbee goes out and then come back like a boomerang. Yeah. And I see that, I'm like, Frisbee, not boomerang. How does that work? Yeah. Can I tell you, I literally Googled, is it possible to throw a Frisbee in such a way that it comes back to you? And Google told me yes. Well, the thing is, you have to throw it at a high angle. Yeah. There's some weird... They're playing with angles This here. does go at a high angle. Here's the thing. W- upon doing some research mm-hmm. on Frisbee physics, Frisbicks, if you will... Um, Please go on. <laughs> what I have found is that the move we see in the film is possible. It is extremely unlikely. You especially say- that someone would... Do, an ape, in fact, would do that as an accident. You would say that this ape has a million-dollar arm. <laughs> well, actually, you know what? I just said on accident. Perhaps I've talked before about how I believe Dunstan has, uh, in in a lot of ways, uh, above human intelligence. Maybe this is one of those ways. Maybe uh, maybe Dunstan is a master of frisbicks, and he has in fact calculated this shot so that it will go back into the hotel and strike some poor innocent person. Now, because that's the other thing. Not only does it go in, it doesn't break the window. It goes in through an open window. It is unlikely to me that a hotel, a hotel especially, would have windows on high floors that you can just open. Like this, yeah. Yeah. Like they open like wide. Yeah. Like like, like having a balcony would make sense. Like you know, hotels this big, this tall have balconies, sure. Yeah. But I think very rarely do they, for like suicide prevention re- reasons, very yeah. rarely do they have windows that just open directly to the, to the public. Uh, because the Frisbee, when it comes back into the hotel, mm-hmm. it of course goes into the room of... Lionel Spaulding. Now, I will say this. Mm. This is the singular moment of the minute that I actually enjoy. Mm -hmm. I think Glenn Shaddix does a nice bit of physical comedy here. Sure. I'm dying. Oh, God. (laughs) Glenn Shaddix didn't want you to continue. (laughs) He reached out from the beyond. He does a nice bit of physical comedy as the Frisbee hits him and he, like, knocks over his elaborate tea set that he is drinking. Now, if if you break down, if you watch the minute like I do sometimes mm-hmm. and break down exactly what happened here, mm-hmm. the Frisbee comes into the window, uh-huh. hits him, uh-huh. 
he raises his hand yeah. and knocks the whole tray over. He's so well. He's so shocked. Yes. yes. That, that so tracks to me. It's not the frisbee that knocks over. Yeah, anything. the frisbee hits him. The frisbee he, hits and him. He is and so it startled. Scares the bejesus out of him, as it would. Yeah, and he just completely flips the tray. Yeah. Uh, so that that is what I really wanted to get clear what was going on with this frisbee and the tea set. Yeah. Um, that's the new Disney movie coming out soon. The frisbee, frisbee and the tea set. set. <laughs> it's the spinoff of Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> about- the, the tea set is like has like old school ideas, but the frisbee is like a cool young hip kid, and they have to learn how to get along. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what does that have to do with Beauty and the Beast? We don't know. <laughs> uh, Did they? Oh, they got turned human at the end of the movie, right? Yes. But that's who's to say that the that that witch didn't do a spell on another house? You know, could, also could be a prequel. Sure. Could be a well, prequel and they've series. done interquills as well for That's Beauty true. and the Beast. Beauty and the Beast Christmas. Oh, God. I'm attack. so mad at myself for asking you about this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. So then it's the three of them. Uh-huh. Dunstan, Kyle, Brian. They're looking out the window. Yeah. Uh, and it's three like separate windows that they're each peeking their heads out of that are yeah. all next to each other. Yeah. And uh, Brian says... Frisbee may not be your game. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I don't think of his frisbee as a game. There is. I, I, you have just infuriated the ultimate community, and I respect them, which is why I will not call it by its disrespectful name. Frolf. Yes. <laughs> you have already pissed them off, so I suppose you're free to do what you want. <laughs> um, but then now, are they looking out the window to see where the frisbee ended up? I don't. What? Mm. I don't know. I can't answer that question. I don't have enough information for that. Because I feel like that set had that shot had mm-hmm. to be so carefully set up. Mm-hmm. Because normally, unless this was filmed in an actual hotel room at an actual hotel, no fucking way. <laughs> that the outside of this window would not have been dressed to look like the outside unless they needed it for a specific shot. Yeah. So. But we did see Dunstan climbing on the outside before, so maybe that was where they had that the set. That was definitely a set when he's climbing on the outside. Yeah, they probably just reused that set. So they just set. reused that same set. Yeah. They just thought, oh, let's have him looking out the window. Yeah. That'll be a good, funny take. Yeah. That's so odd. It, 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 you're, you've got the minute on a loop. We're watching it, and the, every time the frisbee part happens, yeah, I'm just disturbed. Uh, so they're leaving. No, so here's the thing. They're not looking at where the Frisbee goes because Brian is looking to his left. Yeah. Uh, and the window the Frisbee went in is to the right of them. Yeah, but it's also below them. Yeah, he is looking down, but he's looking he's looking to his left and it went to the right. I think they just don't know where it went. Props. 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 No, wait. Did, wasn't there a bit earlier? Wasn't there a bit earlier? Hey, I'm suddenly having a, a memory of one of the first few minutes. And don't they, they make a joke about, well, not a joke, but they say someone was mad at one of the kids for throwing a Frisbee in the breakfast bar. Oh, something. yeah. They've had they've gotten they, into trouble with a Frisbee before. Frisbee is their signature <laughs> item. So they're going to get caught for sure now that the Frisbee's gone out the window. That's why yeah. they're looking. Yeah. They're like, oh, shit, if we don't get this Frisbee back. We fucked up with a Frisbee again. No, it's our, it's our trademark. <laughs> our trademark. Uh, so they're tucking Dunstan in. Yeah. Um, Kyle says something like, you don't have to worry about that Rutledge guy. Well, back the fuck up. Okay. (laughs) Before that, Brian says, Kyle, we got to get going. And we see 
some of the worst we hear rather some of the worst ADR in this movie as Brian says I'm coming I thought that was after that but yeah it's definitely a different person yeah I believe a woman <laughs> trying uh, to imitate Kyle's voice yes mm-hmm. because then Kyle goes to Doug Dunson yeah he has to do that before he leaves that's why he hasn't had the door with yeah Brian. and he does Kyle does leave his Spider-Man with for, Dunson for Dunson that's for nice protection. Yeah. Um, you say some Rutledge guy is what he says. Yeah. What I heard every single time I watched this was that Rora guy is never going to get you. Yeah. I definitely had to listen hard to get Rutledge. And yeah. uh, I was trying to figure out if he was calling him by a different name. I, yeah, I really thought same. there was some mix up on, on the name or something here. Yeah. Uh, so that might have been some ADR nonsense as well. <laughs> uh, and the last thing that we hear in the minute is in fact Kyle saying goodnight Dunstan as, yeah. they're, as they're preparing to leave. And then our fucking 60 second nightmare is finally over. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Honestly. Uh, yeah, that's it. Yeah. The next minute, mm-hmm. minute 63. Yes. Uh, has randomly been chosen to be paired with a film that I have chosen, mm-hmm. which is called King Arthur legend of the sword. Yep. Came out like two or three years ago. Directed. Maybe, maybe even last year by Guy Ritchie. Who are who? Pay, Patreon folk will know that we've talked about already talked today. About already today. Uh, plus, yeah, that's sure. how this works. Yeah, uh, I do another podcast called Nothing New, a remake podcast. Where every month, me and Justin Kuzan get together and talk about remakes. Uh, you know what? What our February episode is about Arthur, not the little Ardvark. What the man who drinks? But the t- the tippling British gent. Yes, <laughs> the tippling British. Tippling? Isn't that a way that people describe you know drinkers? Uh, if Isn't it is, I've never way? heard it. <laughs> uh, it was it's it was you know from 1981 and from 2011. Yeah. So you get a little Russell Brand in your in your podcast. <laughs> That's always interesting. Uh, so check that out. Benvinetwork.com slash nothing new, and it's on my list. It's on my list. Pod dot myself and, and a group of list. friends get together and talk about movies that are on our lists. Whether that means that people say we should see them or we tell other people that they should see them, they're you know, uh, quote unquote important movies to us. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, go check that out. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at podcaster Andrew. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram and Twitch at very cool Emily. Uh, I do another show called Go Go Godzilla with Justin Keys on. You might remember that fucker. Uh, he's a great friend. Yeah, he's a good guy. <laughs> yeah. uh, and Vic Perfecto, check check that out. Shrek that out. Um, don't hey, we got a Patreon. Patreon.com slash Dunstan says hi. Um, no. What is it really? On. What is it really then? Dunstan checks me. There it is. Uh, can't speak. They never made a Saturday morning cartoon of him. Oh God! What if they did and we didn't know about it? And he would have spoke. <laughs> Rate and review. They would have made him a surfer dude voice, right? Because that was the mm. the famous VHS cover is him surfing. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I just think in the film he has such little surfer dude energy. Yeah, they, that doesn't matter. You know, Saturday morning cartoons aren't based on the films. They're based on the VHS covers. <laughs> uh, shut up. That's why Toxic Avenger cartoon happened. Oh, I fucking forgot that happened. Yeah. Listen, rate and review us on Apple. Five stars. Yeah. And in it, tell us your personal Frisbee technique. Yeah, You got a better one? You're appealing to frolfers now? Hey, they're called ultimate players. Sure. And they're sure. champions uh-huh. if they win.
They're they're right they're right above hacky sack people if you know what I mean. Also good people. <laughs> uh, you should also email us dunstonchecksmen at gmail dot com. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm, find us on Instagram, mm-hmm, dunstonchecksmen mm-hmm, on Twitter, mm-hmm, at majestic mm-hmm, hotel and why mm-hmm, on uh, YouTube. Mm-hmm, just search for mm-hmm, Dunstan Checksmen mm-hmm, and you'll find our YouTube page. You subscribe to it because I make little mashups of the minute and the well, trailer shups. for the movie we're talking about. Yeah, a shop, classic shop. Love them. They're great shops. Uh, and you know a third. Thing. And remember, Dunson is spelled with a U. Fuck. And we're checking out. To all who come to this happy podcast, welcome. Nothing new is something new. That great poets imitate and improve, where our small ones steal and spoil. Hi, I'm Andrew. And I'm Justin. And if it wasn't readily apparent at that, we're huge nerds about remakes. That's why we're doing the Nothing New Podcast. Once a month, we'll sit down and talk about a remake in detail and its original, covering them in whatever order they come out, from Wizard Waz to It and beyond. They're remaking Stuart Gordon's 1986 sci-fi horror classic from beyond? Oh, no. Not yet. Oh, that's going to be a long time coming. Anyway, if that sounds up your alley, come join Justin and I, and maybe a guest or two, to explore the wonderful world of remix, film by film. Remakes have been done forever. People talk, but Scarface don't even know that was a remake. Oh, nicely said. Don't thank me. Thank Antoine Fuqua. This podcast is a part of the Benview Network. You can find this and other podcasts like it at BenviewNetwork.com.